Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. If you're in the U.S. or, you know, pretty much anywhere around the globe, you have pretty much sat through or listened or heard one way or the other about the impeachment of the president, the previous president of the United States. He was impeached while in office, so we did impeach the president at the time, and then a trial took place in the Senate after he left office, which is... um constitutional there is some votes on attempts to say that you cannot do that although it's been done throughout history for a federal official to be impeached and the president does count as a, as a as a federal official i mean that's an elected office at a federal level so he's not you know his president is special in the sense of the power that, that office um commands but you know in the other day that is an elected federal official and the constitution does allow for that official to still be, um, you know, tried. It would have to leave office because he can't, you know. It's like saying that, you know, Johanna, I, I stole, but it was, <laughs> it was 10 weeks ago. Um, so, you know, as long as you were caught, you know, you get to be um, charged. But, um, what I do want to do is just go back and look at what, what really happened, you know, like why was the president not convicted in the Senate? We, you know, if you live in society, you know why he was impeached. The the charges were brought. Trying to interfere with an election was one of the things that was highlighted on the house in the house of rep. And the second thing that was highlighted was and the more crucial one was inciting an insurrection against the United States. And that is, you know, putting together a crowd to go affect the the um electoral votes counting process in the u.s uh, so within that whole process the you know his actions on that day did trigger the impeachment and the, the problem with those actions was it did lead to the death of a capital police officer. It did lead to the death of a civilian that actually believed, you know, in what the president was doing. She was an ex-military lady and, um, she was killed, you know, in defense of the Congress. So it's, it's, it's something that if we just look at the impeachment side of the equation, we can easily miss some of the things and, you know, I do believe that the reason that no one, <laughs> no actual Congress person got hot played a key role in why um, the president was not impeached. On top of that, no party truly wants to be the party that says our president was, you know, kicked out of office and the opposing party using that as a means or as a way to, you know, so if the, if the Senate the Republican Senate was to help the Democratic Senate or add to the Democratic Senate impeaching the president. That's something Democrats could use to run in the future, right? So it would be a calculation on the end of the Republican Senate to not, to not do that or to not let it happen. But, you know, the reason why this is called for a better America, at, at some point we, we have to say to ourselves, what is the measuring stick for for what we call leadership. And if it's strictly 
political calculation, then those are not leaders. Those are, those are a group of self-interested individuals who have a desire for power to maintain, keep, and continue to grow in power. So in a way, I'm proud of the 10 Republicans that did, in fact, join the Democrats to um, impeach, um, to, to try to convict the president, which would have which he would have been the first that would have been convicted by both the House and the Senate. However, you know, he's the first president to be impeached twice. There have only been three presidents that have been impeached in history, one being um, Andrew Johnson, Bill Clinton, and Donald Trump. And Donald Trump was uh, impeached twice in one year. Um, the first impeachment was done in the end of 2019 by the House, and he was acquitted by the Senate in 2020, February. And in February of 2021, he's also been um, acquitted by the Senate again. So he's the first guy to actually go up for impeachment vote twice in one year, twice in, yeah, in less than a calendar year within his first term. That has never happened with anyone. And um, Andrew Johnson would be one that, you know, would have been the closest to impeachment. Andrew Johnson was the president that was elected after um, Lincoln, or, and he took over after Lincoln was assassinated. So it was Lincoln vice president. And um, he escaped impeachment by only one vote. And um, he was really trying to, you know, Andrew Johnson was someone that was a, you know, Southern sympathizer. He was really freeing the slaves. He actually did set the tone the um, tone for reconstruction being stopped in the south so you know he wasn't a good guy you know in the long run and due to his actions actually after the impeachment hearing and he was acquitted by only one vote however the um senate ended up passing the tenure of office office act and what that did was saying that the president cannot appoint cabinets without the approval of the senate so that's where that came from so when trump picks someone to his cabinet or Clinton or anyone, um, they have to go through the Senate now for those key cabinet positions. And that was actually passed. That law was passed under Andrew Johnson's presidency because that's, you know, was someone that was impeached. So it looks like whenever someone is impeached, actions can be taken to, um, to make sure that, you know, like that triggers something. So hopefully after this, Acquittal of the president, this president being impeached twice, that being Donald Trump, there could be within a recollection of the events that happened, there could be something that could prevent this from happening in the future. And I'm not in favor of expanding the police force or expanding the law enforcement order in the United States to spy on all citizens in the name of preventing another insurrection. However, I do think there are means and there are ways in which we can look into making sure that a president cannot incite a mob to the extent that they're actually in danger of harming the Congress people. And that, that was mine to close on January 6th of 2021. And somehow, some way, this president <laughs> got away with that, which is uh, insane, actually. And, uh, you know, so... Um, Nixon was probably one of the more shameful presidents we've had in recent history. However, um, he was not in, 
he was not impeached because he was told by you know the, the leaders of his own party um if you don't resign when the impeachment votes after the impeachment have been held in the house and it comes to the senate we are going to impeach you we, you, you you know you're going to get it two-thirds votes so it takes two-thirds votes to you know impeach a president and that's 67 out of 100 so that's a lot of votes um the this time democrats only have 50 democrats and 50 republicans and um the democrats were able to get seven republicans to join them this time so that's 50 50 seven out of you know 100 and then we get 10 more to convict the president and make sure he never runs again so that did not happen this time but it's interesting because the first time trump got impeached he had no no republicans voted to impeach him on both sides but they have well in the in the um in the senate he had about three republicans voted to convict him i believe and while in the house he had zero and a, a year a year later you know he's got 10 republicans from the house joining the democrats and he's got seven republicans from the senate joining the democrats i guess you know Todd time will be the champ. So if he runs again and somehow wins, and he does something asinine, and he, you know maybe at that point he will be impeached. But we never wanted to get to that. So you know, looking at it now, um, I would say something that happened that I think would have convinced the public, or would have garnered better public support, would have been the idea of calling upon witnesses so what that those are the people that did partake in the attacks at the capitol that's one end of the equation but also bringing in the house member the house members that their lives were in danger but also the senate the the congress at this time if they had gone before a judge or they have subpoena to get phone calls conversations tweets you know no matter how classified they are they had a higher probability of a judge saying you guys get that information and sometimes they don't always need a judge but in some instances they would have for reasons that executive branch has power but also we have a new president so he might not be as eager to hold back those informations so the democrats could have made a better case before the american public if they had allowed for witnesses and doing a real real deep dive into what happened however they did not do that and the reason for this is because they're making a calculation that the longer they draw on the impeachment problem, the longer people will lose taste for it, but also the more it prevents the agendas that the Democrats hope to put forward. And some of them that have come to the surface right now have been, you know, renewable energy, um, immigration reform, um, minimum wage, building the infrastructure, and taxes so that's like you know maybe reduce also student loans so the the really key agendas on the democratic side that looks like it would require some republican support it would require lots of months of debating deliberation putting forward the votes um getting feedback from the state getting feedback from their constituents so the democrats have an agenda and i and i still believe that democrats as of right now today and this is this is this is a podcast for a better America, not for Democratic Party or for Republican Party. 
But as of today, I, I do still hold the belief that the Democrats tend to put forward good ideas and some might work, some might not work, some might be a little too much. So you know, there'll be maybe too many pushback on government reform, even if there is a logical case to where that might have meaning. So for instance, someone is a domestic abuser, you know, like maybe should be careful about them owning a gun because it looks like some of the household domestic violence it is usually someone that is a domestic abuser that ends up using the weapon on his spouse or on other members of the family in the long run. So it's not, you know, we do hear about the mass shooter and we do hear about, you know, the robbery or the gang violence, but there is also another element of domestic violence, domestic murders that occur with the use of weapons, with the use of guns that we, you know, we aren't at all looking into or it it's not as publicly you know spread out so um with that is like the ideas the democrats have that it was experience resistance in but at the end of the day they are putting forward good ideas immigration reform no one wants blanket immigration reform well most republicans tend not to want a blanket immigration reform but if you start doing it you know two sides or you start doing it oh we'll help this we won't help that person it becomes, you know, it becomes a little bit too wild. So I think debating these things, pushing forward this legislation, or pushing forward multiple legislation happens to be the Democrats' priorities. So therefore, having an impeachment that lasted for long would be something that they would not want to do. And um, The Democrats felt that was the you know that was the best decision that was the best move for them to rush through this impeachment, which only took a week. However, I think some impeachment actually take months in the House before it goes to the Senate, and then even the Senate it takes months, like five months. Um, you know, Nixon impeachment would have taken a long time, but he would have been impeached as human he stayed in office or tried to stay in office because everyone around him that participated in that, although he was patterned by the next president, everyone around him pretty much, you know, went to uh, went to jail. Um, Bush, President Bush, was president before President Obama, he was uh, going to be charged with war crimes and um, some of the things he did in the Senate. And uh, the House actually voted 251 to 166 votes to a fear him for impeachment proceedings in the House, so they send it to the Judiciary Committee, which will be in charge of leading that impeachment effort, usually. And um, Pelosi at the time, who was the Speaker of the House, um, said that there is no way that that's going to happen. So she played a role in actually no impeachment going up against um, President uh, George, uh, George Bush, which is very interesting. But um, so that's a jazz about impeachment, you know, what really happened? <laughs> Why wasn't the guy convicted? And uh, what are we going to do moving forward? I really think, you know, Democrats, you know, the, the, the main justification for rushing through this impeachment, which I don't find value in because history knows this thing. History knows it took five months to um, try to get um, 
I think was was a um, cleansing page. You know, history knows that it took a recording of someone. So Monica Monica Lewinsky delayed that claims had a fear with, you know, lied about the event, he lied about the event, he took an investigator to put a wire on one of um, Lewinsky's friends to go to the hotel, and then they got evidence, and they went to the public, and then, you know, like, we saw what, we saw the full story. Um, Nixon, you know, everything, he was trying to cover up using the office of the presidency, and then, again, we went before the cuts, the people went before the cuts, or the congressman before the cuts, the, federal, the Supreme Court says, hey, you have to release all these tapes, they release the tapes. You find out this Nixon, in fact, did partake in fraud. He did try to pay, you know, he did talk about paying a million dollars. And he did talk about using the CIA to subvert the efforts of the FBI investigating him. So, like, well, that took months, you know. So the Democrats did not exercise the patience this time. But I think if we really looked into what really happened, the details of what happened, and we actually took months, we would have gotten a good inquiry. And it would have been very, very hard, actually for majority, a huge majority of the Republican Senate to justify not willing to convict. So the Democrats, in, the, in a way, did their own self an injustice, but they also did history and injustice of what happened. However, you could say that the reason for doing it is to push forward these good ideas they have, is to get get society moving, you know, when we're in the pandemic and we're recovering, but I'm not sure if that's something history will be kind to. But hopefully they make an inquiry down the road and we get a full picture of what happened. But um, either way, that's that's what happened. This is the part of our history. This is the part of history we're living in. A president was impeached twice in one year. Somehow not convicted or kicked out of office. And um, he probably committed a crime that was directly endangering the other elected officials. And... Uh, we will see what history brings us. However, we want to, you know, move towards, you know, being a good society. And Republicans are making their, you know, they're making their calculations. Let's not convict this guy. Let's not make our party look so bad and lose in 2022 and 2024. But, you know, the a branch of government that is just as powerful as the president has to be the Senate. They approve his cabinets. They approve his Senate picks. They're, if the president wants to go to war, they can come together and say, hey, you are not going to war. And he could say, I am. And he could... You know, try to subvert them, but if enough of them come together and they vote two thirds, the military action he tries to take would not actually happen. So, and you know, and they could say, "Hey, this official, we're gonna pull him from this office." So, the Senate individually, they're actually very powerful, <laughs> but cohesively, I do believe they are actually the most powerful branch in the government. Not the judicial, not the House of Reps, and probably not the presidency. So, um, to not exercise that power in the sense of I am making a political calculation for my party and for myself, and I will not vote to convict the president, although his actions are egregious, is something that is not good for society. But let's see what the next few months look forward, and let's see how our leadership goes. But we do need better leadership in the United States, and uh, we'll hopefully we'll get that. Uh, thank you for listening.